Hi guys, and welcome to What They Don't Tell You About with me, Grace McGovern. Each week on the podcast, we will uncover myths or ideas, or just quite frankly, what they don't tell you about a certain topic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the podcast. and welcome back to the podcast what they don't tell you about today i have my best 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 friend in the whole world georgia salamat hey guys it's me i'm here she's here (laughs) and today i've got georgia on the podcast because we are going to be talking about all things modeling georgia and i are both now at the same agency recently joined yeah so i've actually been modeling for a decade now wow that sounds so crazy that makes us sound old that makes me sound normally people who've been in like a career for a decade have like progressed so high up there yeah i'm ceo now i've been here for a decade i'm still a model no no still a model (laughs) um and i have known you for how long pause for thought um (laughs) Um, five years now yeah, about five years. Five years? Yeah. So, obviously, Georgia and I, being in both the same industry, have had our ups and downs um, within that industry. And I feel like a lot of people... So, I'm going to go straight in with the first myth. Talk to me. I feel like a lot of people think that models have the most self-confidence. So, being in front of a camera the whole time, being with people the whole time, definitely you do need to have this air of self-confidence. But it's fake it is models are some of the most insecure people i know for sure like you can meet the most which i have done i've been on jobs with some of the most beautiful girls i've ever come across in my entire life and they have the confidence of a peanut yeah like literally just from being in the industry for so long and literally having someone rip you to shreds just by the way you by look. the way you look by yeah by going to castings, the only thing they look at, you have to remember, is how you look. So when you don't get a job or you don't get that casting, the first person you look at is yourself. Why am I not good enough? And the smallest imperfections become so all-consuming. Yeah. Like, not going to name names, but there's a girl that I know who is one of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my life. And she sent me a photo of this little wrinkle she had when she smiles. She's like, I think I need to get this filled in. And it's I'm nuts. Like, it's absolutely obscene. And I was like, you are the most beautiful girl ever. But, you know, I guess you've got to say everything's all relative. Like, she yeah. is so perfect. And this was an imperfection for her. Yeah, for so. sure. And that, I mean, I was on a job once with a girl who was like, how, how are you eating that salad? Like, how are you eating that soup? Like, that's quite a lot for lunch. And Salad? I yeah, know, yeah, vibe. I know, which was nuts. But then it makes me turn to myself and I'm like, wait maybe that is a lot and one of the most contentious subjects i think in modeling is weight 100 percent. there's so much surrounding the industry about weight about size and from being in it i, I got signed when i was 14 mm. and I, so i have literally seen the industry change so much and for the better like 100 percent. and now you know everyone wants to be hiring the healthy girl the I've even got recently like rejected from jobs because they said you're too small and you mm. know and a lot of the gym stuff I do as well it's obviously really into my fit well both of us are really into our yeah. fitness you know they've got they can't be promoting 
a skinny girl. Yeah. Like, you know, there's so the, the backlash that brands could potentially get is so big now that nobody wants to hire the skinny yeah. girl. I feel like we have also both dealt with struggles with weight issues and I'd be lying if I said I have not looked at myself and berated myself and thought I wasn't good enough like I was in a modeling competition when I was 14 I won't say which one and I just thought basically just thought I was too big and I struggled with my eating and got so unwell that I actually had a seizure in that middle of that competition and that made me fall out of love with modeling so much and really scared of the industry but it's so scary that I feel like everyone's gone through that you probably I, had experiences yeah like that. I mean from the age of 16 I was severely anorexic mm. to the point where I you know it, it was not okay I like, couldn't go to school and you know I think that definitely stemmed from being in the industry from such a young age mm. and thinking that this is what I need to be like to you know fit in with that industry and you know this is what brands want from me yeah. where actually at the end of the day there this is the time that I was signed with Storm they actually pulled me in for a meeting the head of the agency and she said gee like if you don't put on any weight we're gonna have to drop you yeah you know because this is not what we want to be representing and I was just trying to convert like conform with what I thought People every thought, model yeah. should be like you know you know they should be doing this they should be doing that one really Nobody wanted to work with me at that point. And, you know, I was just so unwell. And it was, if I could look back and give myself back then one piece of advice, it's just like, don't try and fit in. Like, don't try and be something that you think other people want you to be. Yeah. Um, I, feel, I feel people can definitely tell. When, you go, when I go to castings now, before I used to be like quite quiet and timid because you're looking at yourself and you you grow massively how long you are in an industry completely confidence wise but I was quite timid going into castings and now I make a point of making myself known in a casting showing my confidence 100% even if I'm feeling a bit shit that day and and I still do feel there definitely are days where I'm like oh I don't feel that great I must look a bit like I think of myself as a bit fat sometimes and I know I'm not which is nuts but even those kind of days I go into a room make myself known because now you're more memorable especially in London's industry for your personality and how you carry yourself that's the thing now I feel like the industry has gone the way where you can't just be a face yeah nobody just I mean don't get me wrong okay yes there obviously are shoots and brands which just want that absolutely perfection of face of body whatever but everyone needs a personality now. Like, you yeah. know, they want to have their brand being represented by the fun girl, the one that everyone wants to be friends with. And, you know, I've gone to shoots where, you know, I've shot for Harrods Mag and, you know, they've given me clothes. And I couldn't get it over my ass. And you're yeah. like in the changing room and you're like, oh my God, do I tell the stylist? I know. Do I try and pull this four grand skirt over my bum? And you hear the yeah. seam a bit. And, and you're like, you're cracking and you're like, oh, I can just squidge it in. And you're literally jumping up and down, like headstand, like yeah. trying to do walking lunges to shimmy your way in. And at the point you're like, God, this is a real low point. Now. I like, know. You're sweating. But I just, you know, at that point, I just had to be like to the stylist, I actually can't get this skirt over my bum. And she just went and got a bigger size. Like, yeah, you know, it's not even a big deal. You think in your head that like, they're not going to think much of you as a model. Like she can't fit into these clothes. So she's obviously not a model that that's not, that's not how London's industry works yeah. actually anymore. Um, so that's definitely a huge thing where people think, 
oh, she's so beautiful, she must be so confident. But do you know what? We ain't all the time. <laughs> but, the tru- but the truth is, like, I think people on the face of it look at girls and th- who are models and think they're just naturally like that, that they don't work out, they do. And for a lot of models, I mean, it is. But for you and I, we work out a lot. And it took us a long time, I think, to be happy where we are. To w- I now work out to feel happy and feel good with myself. And that's not just me saying that, but also to look good, obviously. Yeah. But like I work out... Because of the, the rest of Yeah. And, you know, obviously I think that comes with age as well. Yeah. And to the point where, like, you get comfortable with your body and you just become a lot more accepting. And don't get me wrong, you know, we all have bits that we don't like about ourselves and we wish you could change. And, but it definitely does come from, I think, years of just being like, do you know what? Screw what everyone else thinks. Yeah. It's like, this is me, honey. This is me, This army. is me. What's your first thing that you think about the modelling industry? Um... So, I mean, everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of people think the modelling industry is one of the most glamorous industries. Oh, you're a model, especially young girls, you know, if I speak to, like, family friends who've got young daughters and they're like, oh, my God, you're a model, wow. They think that, you know, you must get treated like an absolute princess and you get, like, star treatment. When really, I think modelling has to be one of the most, it can be at times. Yeah one of the most unglamorous things ever ever like you know i've done some jobs where i've been changing in a makeshift changing room in like a chinese supermarket <laughs> where i've got like fish on the floor there's like oh, chinese God. men like trying to peer in and you're like literally trying to put on these like three pound shoes your my feet are blue i feel like and- i know a pret lou more than I know my own. Oh dear, it's like, oh, can I just use the bathroom? Yeah. Just, oh, you need the codes, love. And then, you, <laughs> and then you come out in another outfit and they're like, right. You're, what is she doing? I'm just shooting for my Instagram. Yeah, just, just for the gram. Just for the gram. No, I get that. And people are always like, oh, you must get... To-. I mean, to be fair, we're lucky in the sense that we model as well as do stuff with social. So we do actually do get to go to some glamorous stuff. For sure. But, but- the amount, I think also when clients are like well you're modeling this is what you're paid to do like you're stood on your feet and I, I don't I don't mean to sound I don't I don't know the word but you're stood on your feet for nine hours mostly it's mind-numbingly kind of no, nothing's going on but physically you are drained and you have to look pretty and you have to like smile and, and pretend you're happy about it I and then pretend it, like you're having the best time ever when really like, I always say this to my mum. If she's like, how's your day? And I'm like, oh, mum, it was tough. And she's like, darling, come on. You've been just in front of a camera all day. I hate when people like, say that. Mum, you go to Topshop Changing Room, you take in 90 outfits, and you put on every single one, and you come out, Smiling. and you give me 10 poses and looking happy in every single one. She's like, yeah, fair, fair. I'll give you that one. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I've had it so many times when they're like, oh, just squeeze in another two can you and I'm like no no (laughs) I got nothing left to give and you you can see it on the camera I love it when they're like less less angry less angry and I'm like do you know what I am angry it's not that kind of shoot you know less modeling just give us a bit of a smile I'm trying trying. I'm I'm smiling on the inside (laughs) but yeah definitely people think you have like a very very glam lifestyle yeah I mean I've gone to some jobs well one job in particular, I'd worked for the brand a few times and they're a really big brand and they came to me and they said, will you, will you do this job? X amount of money, we want to bleach your hair. And I said, like, no, you know, I'd done a few hair jobs in the past 
and I'd had uh, the ends bleached. Bear or... in mind, listeners, Georgia has dark brown hair. Oh, I'm Persian. I'm like fully, <laughs> fully brunette. Like she brown. I got that brown hair, <laughs> and they wanted to bleach my whole head, and they said excellent blah, blah blah blah. Anyway, they kept upping the rate to the point where I was just like, do you know what? People have bleached their hair before. I'm sure it will be fine. It was a lot of money. So I flew to Germany for this job. And I was told by my agency that I was going to be going like a pastel pinky. And that they were going to wash that out, dye it back brunette. And I was actually then flying straight to Dubai for another job straight after. So I got to Germany. And this was actually quite a glamorous shoot. I was staying in a really nice hotel. We arrived on set. Breakfast was like a lovely car. Breakfast was all set up. And they said, oh, you're not going to be pastel pink anymore. You are going to be jet purple. Oh, I remember. So I was thinking, okay, okay like, how are we going to get the purple out? And they were like, oh, we're going to have to bleach your hair again. To get it out? To get it out. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah, so I was like really ignorant about bleaching my hair like so I just thought oh bleaching my hair twice in 24 hours doesn't sound Sounds the amazing. healthiest thing but you know they told me it was going to be fine they said they had some of the world famous hairdressers on sets and you feel thought, you put all your trust in them oh like that's my hair like yeah. I put all my trust in them and I just thought you know what they're a big brand like they're not going to screw me over I'm their model yeah of course they're going to look they after care me. About me they care about me and my soul and my <laughs> hair <laughs> Little did I know. Anyway, so had my hair bleached, went jet purple. I was literally in the chair for maybe six and a half hours. I was on set for no more than two minutes. Literally. They were like, okay, that's a wrap. We're done with you. Two minutes. That was it. And they were like, okay, now we're going to bleach your hair again. And then dye it back brunette. And they could not get this purple out. And they were... I was there till 3am with these two hairstylists. Could you feel your hair like changing in how it felt? Oh, it was burning. Like my scalp was burning. And like oh, I God. had it like we were trying to wash it in the sink and literally everything. Anyway, they finally got it out. I was then back brunette. They had to chop a lot off. But I just thought, mm, okay, do you know what? It's kind of, it's fine. Like whatever. Yeah. It's Hair's hair, it will hair. grow in your Yeah. Head. And like, you know, it was back to brunette, blah, blah, blah. Got on the plane to Dubai and then I washed my hair the next day. It went acid green and all fell out. I remember. And I have this vivid image of you sending me a picture of a green... I think it was like a green Fanta bottle. And you were like, look, it's so green. And it was, I was one like, of those aloe vera water bottles. <laughs> and I go, I can't be that bad, don't worry. And she was like, look, and sent me a picture. And I'm not going to lie, it was very close in colour. It was so green. It was coming out in clumps. And I just thought... I can't work now for four months. And you were so upset. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen you that upset. I was absolutely in pieces. Like, it's your hair at the end of the day. Like, especially for a girl. Like, yeah. my hair was coming out in clumps in my hand. I was in Dubai. Like, I was having... On your ma- own. On my own. Having a mare every time anyway. We'll come on to that later. But, like, modelling is not glamorous. It's not glamorous. <laughs> well, after your experience, I got offered from our agency. They were like, look, you've got a hair job come in. Um, bear in mind my hair is nearly black like oh, yeah. I'm, Grace is, I'm, I'm Grace Asian got that black hair. I'm Asian so I've got some real dark hair but like they said to me you've got a really big fee they want to dye your hair blonde but my 
thinking process is like, why don't you actually just get a blonde model? Or put a bloody wig on! I like, know! What? But they're just like insistent on dyeing your hair. So I sat down with my booker. She was like, do you want to do it? And I was like, I'm not going to lie. I've had first hand from my best friend the worst horror story ever so it's gonna be a big fact my no. friend went bald it's a no from me <laughs> it's a no and she to be fair and this is how you know when you're with a good agency they were like we think the same thing too it's not about the money it's also about your well-being yeah see i love that see i was at a different agency to the one that i am at now and I think they kind of just maybe pushed it a little bit because they just thought that's why they do give such big Fees. money for hair jobs yeah. because they know you probably can't work again for yeah, a few exactly. months so, so they're, they're like, like it'll tire over I know so that goes on to my next point now you're talking about Dubai that going on stay is also glam I haven't personally been on stay I'm about to go on stay in Barcelona for How September excited? I'm actually really excited um, I've signed with a great agency and I love Barcelona, but I mean, I've heard some horror stories and you, where have you been on stay? So I've had two completely contrasting experiences of going on stay. So my amazing experience was when I went to LA and I was, I'm with Wilhelmina over there and I was so lucky. I'm going to shout out to my girl, Laura Do It. Whoop, 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 whoop. She made my LA experience for me. Like I'd met her once in London Literally, she's also a model. She's also a model. And I'd met her at a workout. There was a group of like 20 models. She mentioned she lived in LA. I got her Instagram. We kind of spoke for like 30 seconds being like, oh, tough, tough workout. That yeah. was literally it. Got to LA, knew nobody. And I just sent her a message on Instagram and just thought, you know what? Like, I'm just going to be that girl that's like, I have no you mates. You have to be. Somebody hang out with me. You like, So I sent be. like 10 of them being like, hey, just got to LA. Like, Do you want to get a coffee? And this girl is one of those girls sent down from heaven. She literally um, sent me a message back being like, what's your number? Called me up. She said, where are you? I was literally, I'd arrived in LA maybe two hours before. Mm. She picked me up. She took me on a hike with her girlfriends. She was like, tonight we'll go for dinner. I'll introduce you to all my friends. She took me out that night and she made my LA experience. Like, and that was absolutely amazing. And I thoroughly loved LA. Um, got some good jobs. Just had a, just had a great experience. Yeah, you came back really happy from that. Really happy, and like my agency, we were out, out there was great. Um, I had some issues with my social security number and ended up yep. having to uh, fly to do New York for a day. But that's another story. But we got there in the end. <laughs> we got paid in the end. Yeah. Um, that's another thing. You don't get paid for months. Yes, and you know people think that that you just know how to, like, get paid. I, how was I supposed to know I needed a social security number? Yeah. Like, I didn't know these things. But anyway, my contrasting experience was when I went to Dubai on stay. And I... Explain, explain, explain the scene. I'll explain Dubai. Okay, so basically, I was trying to build my book up. And... Because you need loads of tear sheets to get your visa for America. Tear sheets are, like, actual images from magazines mainly but they can be like now they can be like e-com it's quite confusing but yeah it's basically just like photos of you in a, doing a in particular a job yeah and in dubai it doesn't really matter what model you are you can be in harper's bazaar you can be in vogue because they're all uae so it's just kind of but they look great in your book so i just thought you know what something different why not go to dubai you know that's quite like people have fun over there sure i was single yeah. i was like let's do it yeah 
So I had my hair falling out, which was kind of not the best start. Yeah. But I arrived in, I was also staying in the model house, which I've heard some horror stories of model houses, but I just thought, do you know what? I need to go make friends. Yeah. I don't want to go and live by myself. Like, I feel like if I put myself into the model house, maybe I'll meet some nice, nice other girls. Yeah. I arrived. There was a sandstorm going on, so that was brilliant. I was literally in, like, three hoodies. I thought I was going to arrive and, like, get straight into my bikini. Woo! It was raining. There was a sandstorm. I got You were to... also already in a bad mood from your hair. Yeah, yeah. I was also in a bad mood from my green falling out hair. And I'd be too. <laughs> and I walked into this model house, and you're sharing a room with... There was, so there was ten of us in this house altogether. Four girls in each room. When I say the oh beds were, gosh. like, smaller... Like, I would have put my dog in a better bed. Like, my feet were hanging over the end. There was, like, these two skinny, skin, like, it looked like they hadn't eaten in months. Really? One girl, like, laying on the floor, literally looking like she's praying. <laughs> like, where am I? <laughs> Another girl, she was, like, speaking... Um, she was on FaceTime. She was also had, like, her school books next to her. She was 15 years were they, old. Were they welcoming when you came? No, no, not one person said hello to me. Like, I said. I walked in. You got only English girl. Only English girl. I walked in going, "Hey guys, <laughs> Georgia here. Like, nice to meet you all." When I say they, I literally, it was like a gust of wind had just walked in. <laughs> quick glance. Yeah, quick glance. That was it. She went straight back to her. Like the other girl just didn't even like move from like the floor. She had this like sugary drink, but oh, it was just. Anyway, she was laying on the bed, and I just thought, oh, God, I remember you. Best what is me. life like? I was just I walked into the kitchen and. It hadn't been cleaned in about months. Like there was one bathroom to ten girls, so you can only imagine what that was like. There was just flies everywhere. So I was like, right, I'm just gonna tame myself. Maybe I'm just tired. Yeah. Maybe I'm just tired. I take myself on a little walk in the sandstorm, bearing in mind. Perfect. Just walked outside and just burst into tears, called my mum like Mummy Help me. And then I mean I just didn't have a good like the jobs weren't I was How long were you there for? So I last I was supposed to be there for a month and I think I lasted seven days and I just thought, do you know what? I don't need to be here. Like why are you forcing yourself to be somewhere where you're unhappy? Exactly. And I was like the only reason I would have stayed was to prove to myself that I could do it. Yeah. And I just thought this is not a good enough reason to be here. Like I wasn't making money. I wasn't doing the jobs that were promised. Like all the cool Vogue and uh, all the cool <laughs> the Vogue jobs. Me. They weren't exactly happening. I think I was in the desert like modeling burkas one day and I just thought probably not what I want to be doing. Mm. Um, and so, and then I ended up having a, a fallout with my booker because she was trying to get me a, do, to do a job that was for hair extensions and I told her to get um, my, my hair's falling out you were like I don't even think I can clip anything onto like, my I head I can't even brush my hair like never mind put hair extensions in it she was like oh I've already booked your flight to Bahrain and I was like I don't want to go to Bahrain to shoot a hair oh, extensions no. and then she told me what the rate was and I was like oh it's, a, it's quite low so I was like no and she was like I've already booked your flight now well it's going to cost you a grand so I was like how is this even happening? Yeah. So I just booked a flight home. And came back. Yeah. So in hindsight, would you go on stay again? 100%. I think every single model should go on stay. Because not only... It, it's scary. Like You're going to a completely different country. You don't know anyone. You don't know if you're going to make any money. You could come back in so much debt. Yeah. Like, 
the amount of money I spent when I went to LA, I had to get my visa, I had to then get accommodation. You're also probably still paying rent in London. Yeah. You've got your flights, like, and you have no job. But yeah. you're going with no job. Yeah. Whereas, like, when some people, well, when most people move countries. Yeah, I think people always think that. They're like, oh, you're going to Barcelona for your month, for a month for work. And I'm like, it's a huge risk. It's such a risk. But, and, you know, I made some of the my closest friends when I went to LA who will be my friend when I, I'm 90 years old. Like, yeah. You know, we don't speak every day, but she is that girl that I know if I needed her at 3 a.m., she lives in Australia, so she probably wouldn't pop around and she help me. She might be asleep. <laughs> but she, you know, she's an incredible friend. And yeah. I think going on stage really changed me as a person. It made yeah. me just think, you know, it really pushes you out of your comfort zone. Probably going to Dubai was actually massively character building for yourself because you will now go on stay and be like, no, this is how I'm meant to be treated. This is what I'm doing. Oh yeah, and nothing will be as bad as that. So what, even if it's girls awful. In the well, <laughs> when I'm going to Barcelona, I'm staying in a model apartment for a week just to make some friends. But you'll be sharing a room. Yeah. Oh, will I? You will be. Perfect. Yeah. But all I can say for that is lock lock up your stuff. Lock up your stuff, really? Yeah. I mo- models can be thieves. <laughs> Wait, what did you get thieved? I didn't, but I know some girls that have been that have stayed in model apartments, and yeah, their stuff's gone, mm. gone walkies. The thing is, you can go to these places. This is another thing I think people think of modeling you go to these places and you shoot like harper's bazaar or whatever but those those things that are in publications they're editorials okay so when you're in vogue and stuff you probably get paid the lead unless you're like a big model oh, for editorials no you get paid sometimes you do most of them for free or they're like oh you're, you're gonna have to pay for your own travel and you're like perfect i'm paying 50 pounds yeah to be shot yeah <laughs> and it's also like but your reward is being in those magazines but then for you listeners like doing e-com jobs or commercial jobs that's where you make most of your money so i remember i was speaking to my booker and i and this will probably go on to our next point is that i hadn't worked in such a long time so if that's like say a week two weeks and i mean i've gone through way bigger dry spells than a week no i know but like this was at this point i mean we'll go on to that so this is our next point basically that once you've made it, you've made it. And people think, look, you're a big model now. Like You're working you've done it. every day. And then suddenly, you're no longer the flavour of the month. And I remember I went through a period of, it was probably two months. Maybe, no, it was probably like I had a six month period of killing it. Yeah. I was like travelling to like a different country every week. I was working like nearly every day, which is like huge. Like normally you're probably, like if you're doing well, you're working like three days a week. Yeah. And I was making low, like I'd made a lot of money and I just thought, God, this is my career getting yeah. to its peak. I am going to be huge. I'm going to yeah. be walking the VS runway. Yeah. Watch this space. And then suddenly the work just started to dry up a little bit. I was no longer flavour of the month. And then I probably went through like maybe two months of not having a single job. Yeah. And I just thought, this is nuts. Like my confidence was so sky high when I was working every day. And like, you know, the amount of pressure that I was putting on myself and then suddenly it all just stopped. Yeah. And like the fact that I had so much reliance and like the fact that I was just, it was just working. getting comfortable. But we, we, Georgia and I consistently have chats about work. And I think the hardest thing that I've had to deal with myself is that when people who work a nine to five, which 
is a lot of people, most people ask you, oh, so what have you done? Or why aren't you working today? And it's like, for someone in the modeling industry, they'd understand, I was like, oh, I'm not, work I'm not booked today. Because when you are booked, you do earn quite a lot of money. So that's, that's how modeling works. But definitely, we recently there's been dry spells where like people are away in August and it's coming to grips with that volatility of work and say and not feeling so hard on yourself that you haven't booked a job but it is really hard because you're like i'm frustrated why am i not working this isn't for me anymore yeah. i've lost it i'm not good looking enough and then your self-confidence goes down again and then people are like why aren't you working and it's a mental battle it's with yourself such the a whole mental time battle. like i will use an example of my friend who is absolutely stunning and she her her goal was to get signed in New York and like all she wanted to do was get signed in New York and she took herself she's one of these girls that will, she's grafted to where she like she gets she's booked big jobs now but she has grafted her way to be there and she went to all the agencies in New York and they all said no they said no you know you're not you're a beautiful girl you're not for us so she just thought no this is not the end for me she then took herself to New she's from England she took herself back to New York four more times every four. four more times so these are also she's paying for her flights over there she's probably staying for three days by the time she's done all the rounds mm. of the agencies and so four times every single agency said no and she was like I am not taking no for an answer the fifth time she went out to New York so this was probably over the period of two years yeah the fifth time Every single agency said, we want you to sign right now on the spot. They just said, we're going to push you so hard. So it's so crazy to think that the last 18 months, she wasn't the flavour of anyone's month. Yeah. Like, she wasn't literally... And then suddenly every single agency yeah. wanted her and now she's making a fortune. Well, I just think it's more acceptance that this is the nature of the industry. So whenever I say to my booker, oh, I've had a quiet week or something, and this is what I was saying before, recently I've said... To my booker, oh, I'm feeling like really insecure in the sense that I haven't worked, um, what's happening? And she, and he was like, babes, I have girls walking Burberry who are the flavor of the month, get paid jack shit. You're doing e-com jobs and getting paid like whatever more than them. Like count yourself lucky that yeah. like just because they're walking Burberry doesn't mean they're doing well. Those girls who do editorial on the whole don't make any money but by doing editorial you potentially get, you, get you progress yeah you could progress quicker so it is a really hard game that you have to by being a model you have to deal with sometimes not working at all also a struggle that i've like really found hard to deal with is the fact that your career probably is capped at 27 28 yeah um, if that if you're lucky if you age well yeah. you're using that moisturizer twice yeah, a day and the spf <laughs> but so that's why you know models do get paid a lot of money because they stop working at 28 but yeah. if you're lucky and that i find really crazy to think about like i'm we're both getting to nearly 25 now yeah and i'm thinking you know what what is next so we're both now trying to find the next thing yeah. for ourselves. I've found cooking over the last two years, which is something that I've really found myself being passionate about. She's amazing. Um, thanks, honey. Thanks, honey. Um, and so that's kind of my thing. But I also feel now every model is also a slasher. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, so Five true. years ago, every, people were like, I'm a model, full stop. 
Whereas now, if you're a model, you're a DJ, or if you're a model, you're an actress and a singer. Or... And it's so competitive then. So competitive, and everyone needs to have that extra... I think Instagram's brought that about, yeah. because it's just, everyone's a model now. Yeah. Not to dis- discredit people who are like obviously gorgeous and stuff, but like, say for example, ASOS. ASOS strictly use a certain type of model, which obviously... But they streetcast now. Yeah, so now they streetcast, so it's like anyone could be a model and not to discredit these people are gorgeous and they're amazing but it's like it makes it a lot harder for girls in the industry who have modeled for a really long time but these people who get street cars they get paid peanuts oh, compared nothing. to a model and then that cheapens the whole industry yeah so then we don't get jobs yeah or you know even instagram it's like well you know we're not i remember i did a really a big job with um a big sports brand huge not adidas but Another one. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> and they went, oh, well, we're not going to pay you, but we'll post you on our feed. And I thought, this is crazy. Like, I can't pay my bills with an Instagram post. <laughs> can I, can I send this to the landlord? <laughs> um, the post. Yeah. To Thames Water, I gained 3,000 followers. So, will that suffice? Um, and I thought, I can't really afford to do this, but I also can't afford not to do this yeah. because somebody else will. Yeah. So it's Someone just, will do it for less. Yeah, and, you know, someone will do it for a story. Like, yeah. So, you, you know, it is difficult to be... to sometimes know your own worth and think, you know, well, no, I actually can't do that because, you know, I don't want to cheapen myself. Yeah. But, so Instagram but it, is great. It's a hard line. It's like, sometimes I don't, especially in social, like moving on a little bit, touching on to social media, that I've been approached by brands that I would never work with, like washing up powder or something. But it's like... If <laughs> me you, and my parcel. <laughs> me and my parcel. It's really my brand. Um, but it's just like, where, where do you draw the line now? Because if everyone's doing it, that's why you're so right. You need another avenue. And that's why people finish at like 27 because it's like, I can't, I can't compete anymore. And to be fair, unless you're one of the big girls, it's hard. So hard. Like, it is a real struggle. But I think most girls who are, who are smart with it, what they'll do is make, save all the money they have, that they've made and then go on to something else unless you're a big, big, like, yeah. big model. How much you saved? Yeah, well. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, in progress. In progress. I'm in getting pro- there. In progress. Um, so, yeah. And that takes me on to one of our last points, is that everyone always seems to ask me, say I'll do a shoot and, like, I'll be wearing these amazing, like, Dolce & Gabbana pieces or, like, Dolce. Dolce & Gabbana. I mean, I'm the queen of saying everything wrong or using the wrong word. What did I just say? Oh, I said a few. Just I say a leave word, her. and George will be like, "Wrong no, word." And wrong I'll be context. Like, you still get it. You still get it. <laughs> Don't be a dick about it. You Don't knew what I meant. You get it. Um, that you get everything for free, and it's like, babes, I'm not getting that two grand Dolce and Gabbana coat for free. You basically get nothing. Oh for my free. god, you're lucky if you even get like the nipple covers that you wore in the day. And then, can so I have back, like, please? Can I, can I have it back? I'm just going to, uh, I've got to shoot tomorrow. You're like, sweet, yeah, just peel yeah, them peel off them my off. nipples. And they're not that nice when you peel them <laughs> off. But I, I mean, I remember I was wearing this gorgeous, amazing Chanel um, necklace, which probably was worth like four grand. And I accidentally walked away from it on the <gasps> shoot. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of realised it, but I was like waiting for the call. And then I was like, this panicked stylist was like, oh my god you've got that necklace and I was like oh, you literally don't get absolutely oh, nothing. anything and sometimes you're cheeky and you're like oh this is so nice I yeah. really need something like this 
there any chance? And they're like, no. No, it's okay, because... Okay, perfect, cool. But the lucky thing is that because we do our social, we actually do get given bits for free, which is great, but only because, like, there's this fine line with... When you do modelling, not to discredit everyone, but you are a coat hanger. Oh, you're like, you've such got, a coat You've hanger. got no name. You're, you're not important. No. Like, you're just there. You're a face. Yeah. And that's it. But with social, people... You have your name. Like, I did a cool job for Nike, and they put my name on it which then I got to keep yeah I got to keep stuff and I got to like actually I like running so I was wearing their running gear like it it made a thing it was you for the brand it wasn't a pretty brunette yeah whereas social now is great in the sense that you do get you do get given a lot of stuff yeah and we are very lucky in the sense that you know we do get given a lot of free stuff in terms of uh, in return for posts and everything and i think sometimes we do sometimes become a little bit like we take it for massive massive granted granted. yeah you get used to it yeah i always find it a funny concept i i always say this to you i feel like like the kylie jenners and people they get given the most stuff but they have the most money but that's just the richer you get the less you pay pay for for sure sure. but like we'll get that babe one day oh you wait (laughs) Um, but and you also get stuff that you don't want at all oh yeah I know sometimes you do jobs and they're like we'd lo- I did a job yesterday and the, the woman was like I'd love to gift you a piece from the collection and you're like it was all no, vile I know. but how do you turn around and go no she's okay actually no, I don't need I, anything I, I don't need that or and then like, she's pick- like no no pick anything you want and you're like Oh, did you did you pick something? Yeah, I mean, I just couldn't be rude, and I was like, "This is so my style. I love this." And then I come home, and I'm like, "Meg, I've got you a present." Do Megan's my sister, but <laughs> do you know what's really terrible? Exactly that. So, um, I won't. I got given a hairdryer once. All the stuff that I don't actually. That's such do. a handy thing. I know, but you know, I, do, I mean, I'm not. Oh, you I'm, just towel dry your hair. I and know. Just hang your head out the window. <laughs> I mean, I'm a dog like that. I just put it out the window. But like those kind of things, I'm like, oh god hairdryer mum give you for Christmas she's like you you must have spent a lot on that and I was like yeah I did I love you honey I love you more than you know um but yeah so you do get given a lot of stuff that you don't want but to be nice about it yeah which is crazy no that's not my style I know better to just not take it and waste their time but I I have been better with that I'm like if I'm honest I don't think I'm gonna wear it but it depends if I'm honest it's all vile (laughs) but good luck with the collection (laughs) it will look good on someone (laughs) Um, but I feel like in the dark <laughs> in the dark with the lights off um, that's what the dark tends to be yeah I thought that too <laughs> um, but I feel like sometimes when you work with big brands you have to say yes to these things because you just are hopeful that maybe they'll book you oh yeah because you've got to be I, I did a job with Dior last week and I was like trying to make I really wanted this hat and I was really trying to push for it and I was like this hat is just a bit of me it's so, like, it look, look how look good it how is how good me. I look in this hat nobody has ever looked this good in a hat and I made a joke when they were like oh we've we've actually misplaced the leather bucket hat and I was like oh it's in my backpack I've never seen style like the client was just so unimpressed really? and I was like oh it's it's obviously a joke like it's obviously not in my backpack like you can fully check check check, check. open it up check. Open it's it. not in my look. backpack I have put it back on the rack and she just looked at me like 
I'd said the worst. Like, I could just called her dog ugly or something. You know? <laughs> but I feel like Dior is quite an optimistic one for Do you. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I'm not, it's not like I'm stealing like a PLT yeah, shit. Yeah, like, like, um, this is Dior and it's like 400 quid. Oh no, we're talking try? a thousand pounds for a hat. Yeah, babes, I don't know where you were going with that. I know, I really was pushing my luck, wasn't I? <laughs> but yeah, it is a funny, funny industry. But very blessed to be part of it. And also, we're so lucky that we actually... I mean, I see Georgia like three or four times a week. And I'm so lucky that I get to hang out with my best friends the whole time. And as much for the downfalls of it, we have so much free time. Like, so many people say to us, oh, you you must be so lucky to have all this free time. And sometimes I take it for granted. But actually, how lucky that we're 24, we get to travel the world. Together, we've ha- actually done yeah, some great jobs. Yeah, we just went to Croatia yeah, together. So good. Um, and I forget that sometimes, and it is great. Like, I have my friends messaging me, and one of them messaged me today being like, honestly, I want to be a freelancer. Like, I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, oh, sometimes I'm envious of you working. Yeah, and you actually have money coming in. Because my, my sister always says to me, you know, you can have so much money in your bank account and you can be so scared about money. Yeah. And I said to her, and I was like, because you know at the end of the month you're getting that check-in. Like, yeah. You can guarantee no matter, you know, if you're ill or what, whatever happens, you know at the end of the month you're getting your paycheck. Yeah. Whereas us, yes, we might have X amount saved, but we could then not work. Work for, for ages. Yeah, and you know, we don't know when that next money is coming in. So it is nerve-wracking at times. And I also think people and our friends, and I've had it with friends that don't understand it at all. So if I get a job very last minute, and bear in mind, we get told about stuff so last minute. Oh, like, like five o'clock the night before, yeah. they'll say, oh, tomorrow you're going to Germany. Yeah, exactly. And I think friends find it hard to understand that. So they are sometimes not that understanding or they're like what do you mean you have to go tomorrow but we've got plans or yeah this and it's like yeah but babes if i don't work for like two months and this job is this much money like this is that could be it this is my life so it is i mean that is a massive struggle but i mean the massive struggle is not being able to book like a dentist appointment Uh, no 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 i have not been able to go to the dentist for like three months and every week i book in and every every time i'll call them up and i'm like so, um, so I gotta cancel that appointment again. And then they don't Works have it for crazy. three weeks. <laughs> Works so crazy. And There's then one job I've booked always on the dentist appointment. <laughs> but then I'll speak to people and they're like, I'm like, oh, I just can't get this dentist appointment. And they're like, what are you on about? Yeah, first world problem. I then. Know. Just can't go to the hygienist. <laughs> I know. No, but I mean, I am going Thursday, so let's see. I hope it doesn't cancel. Oh, I heard you're working Thursday. <laughs> don't even try it. But anyway. <laughs> It's been amazing. Well, thanks for having me on and talking all things modelling. Not always, and I always love having you on the podcast. And I mean, hopefully we'll do some more. It's just us just chatting. I love it. I know. This is, like, this oh, is every, what we I like do. every day. I'll probably call you in an hour being like, hey, so what else can we talk about? That's a bit long. That is a bit long. Five minutes. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much, G. And we'll catch you guys next time. Mwah. Bye. This outro has actually taken me a very long time to do. I think this is my sixth time. Anyway, let's try again. So I've created an email called what they don't tell you pod at gmail.com. I know it's long, but everything else is taken. And I would love, love, love to hear any feedback or just anything regarding what we've spoken about in the podcast. I'd love to know what you think. Um, and if you'd like to like, subscribe, I don't know what else, comment down below. God, that sounds YouTube-y. I'm one of those now. But please, please, please email us. I would love to hear your feedback. 
Um, and yeah, have a lovely day.